Hello and welcome to Tea with A and B, conversations with Alan and Beth Kerridge. You may know them as Mama and Papa. My name is Andrew and it is a pleasure to sit down with my mum and dad with a fresh cup of tea and occasionally a guest or two to give them an opportunity to inform you, encourage you, inspire you and help guide you and your generation. Welcome to episode three. This week we are joined by my sister Christine at her house. And guess what? Computer has been repaired. We have a new audio device, we have microphones, and we hope that you'll enjoy this with much better quality audio. Well, we continue where we left off again, just exploring a little bit about mum and dad's relationship and a little bit about the family. There are some surprises, as always, some tears and some laughter. Enjoy. All right, I'll just just press record, so... But this is uh, we, we'll use this as a as a oh you're giving me that look <laughs> like an excited <laughs> look. Mum's kind of like freaking out over here. But um, well, we've got some professional equipment today. Hopefully, it's going to work out all right. Still got the iPhone on the on the table as a backup. Always need a backup. Confidence. <laughs> oh well, you you probably just noticed we have Chris with us today. Welcome. Thank you. Yeah, you got your own microphone. Yeah, I know <laughs> it's pretty amazing. And um, we didn't have a microphone last time, did we? With the no, just with the iPhone. Yeah, with the, do we have to go over that again? Like I'm really honoured to be with these some um, amazing people that have been recording. And <coughs> <laughs> well, here we are. We well, Dad just made a point just before we started recording that we don't have tea today. Got coffee. <laughs> so Chris has gone out and brought some coffees for everyone. But we are. You can call mum's coffee. <laughs> Half strength decaf. Yeah. <laughs> it's coffee. It's coffee. <laughs> All right. New, uh, new day today. Beautiful day outside Beautiful. today. Hot. <laughs> it's actually hot. Yeah. Yeah. And. Um, Dad's looks like he's taking a video here. What what are you doing, Dad? Oh, I'm just uh, letting you know what's happening here. Okay. Well, well, people beautiful people smile can't see. <laughs> I know, but I can. Okay, that's great. <laughs> he's videoing. Maybe maybe he might post that and, and might be able to draw some context. But <laughs> he's got a good face for radio. <laughs> he's got a good face for radio. Well, that, so that's the voice. That's the voice of of a special special part of the family today. Joining us today. Do you yes. want to introduce yourself? Welcome. So who are you? I'm Chris. <laughs> Christine, yes. I am your big sister. Oh, that's correct. And I am the very proud daughter of A&B and the um, stars of the podcast. <laughs> oh, the stars. <laughs> it's interesting you say that. I, I was, I've uh, been listening, well, he, a couple of things, first of all. Last time we got together, we had lots of technical difficulties, set up all this equipment and it all blew up on me. So we ended up recording on the iPhone. So I, I wasn't really... I, I found out when I, I was back at home at, at night, um, just mixing it, getting it ready to post, I was not paying attention at all. Because <laughs> I, oh, I didn't realise you said that. So I was probably under a little bit of pressure. And, and I guess what I learnt from uh, listening back to that to that podcast is, you guys are really good at this. <laughs> <laughs> you're actually really good. Like you're, you're, it's a long you're very run. entertaining. And I'm just sitting back going, okay, I've got to, I've got to step up here. If I, you finally got your calling, you two. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, there was a time that we'd been on the ABC in Brisbane. Oh, there was. Oh, okay, yeah, tell us about that. We did an interview on that. Yeah, did you, what was that about family? Well, was something that to do parents? about family. Yeah, that was because we had years such ago, terrific kids. <laughs> <laughs> true, yeah. true. With that guy who used to come to church from uh, Brisbane Hope Centre who was Steve on the ABC. Somebody? Steve, Steve. Was it Steve Dixon? Yeah, Steve. Mm, doesn't really matter. He's famous. <laughs> so we're, we're pros. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> you, uh, this is awkward. There's an awkward silence because Chris needed to be near the microphone and I'm just waving at her and then it just went quiet. <laughs> 
<laughs> we, I mean, if this was if we were Sign video language. streaming this, yeah. episode, Tom and everyone would be right on Twitter. I should just speak up. I should just speak up. Just <laughs> move your, move close to the microphone. We just want to make sure everyone's captured. Um, is there more to that story? That was just a one-off. No, it was just mm. a one-off. Yeah, they didn't ask to. us back. <laughs> right, okay, <laughs> but <it was laughs> the test group didn't like. That's no, great response. though. No, it was oh, sorry. Well, it's a great opportunity. You've it got was so a good much to add. We spoke on marriage. And, rela- <laughs> and relationships on their marriage. We were uh, we were at a function last night, and um, well, it was actually the uh, the first birthday of Levi. And yeah. I think I was talking to Chris last night, and we were both surprised about some of the revelations from the last podcast we did. Mm-hmm. And you, we really didn't know about the illegal grain hauling <laughs> <laughs> that we were. That we were part of. What are you pulling your face for, Dad? (laughs) That was our. It's like you was out of your mouth. That was so he could go to Bible college. (laughs) That's that's right. Well, the money in your hands is godly, isn't it? Then the reality of it hits is that, yes, that, that, you know. um, I mean, maybe there's a. Maybe there's forgiveness if you're. Hauling illegal grain to raise money to go to Bible college. I guess, I guess in those first mm. few classes, it all gets forgiven. It was maybe. to the mayor of Maribyrnong too, wasn't well, it? It was a funny, funny thing about it. It was from a Christian family up at. Oh, okay, it's all up good. At, oh. <laughs> Getting up, more involved. Up at Blanks Creek, uh, <laughs> who turned out to be very good friends of ours. And oh, family. Not, oh, I won't mention the name. Oh, mm. Well, we might edit the names out if and, uh, <laughs> and so you know. And they've got they got they were getting more money than what they were from the from the mm. marketing. Well, there was a reason. Is so we're trying to, was a sorghum used for bread? Sorry, sorghum they didn't use for anything. It's just and but for anything what face? Milo, it's Milo. Oh actually. Milo! But well, now it actually makes sense because we did a road trip with mum and dad um, a couple of years ago, and we're just driving through these fields, and there was just these this crop, 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 and we're driving through, and we're going. Um, I wonder what that is. And we're going, oh, is it this, is that? And Dad just goes, oh, it's sorghum. <laughs> well, I'd never even heard of sorghum before. But no. now it all makes sense. And, it, and, he didn't, and he didn't actually feel <laughs> to actually expand on that conversation then about his knowledge on sorghum. Well, I'm surprised he didn't kind of go, hey, back up the car. We'll fill the back of the car up. And we'll make a run for it. We'll make some money. Let's pay for this trip. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, no, I, I guess uh, today we're going to kind of pick up off where we uh, where we left. We're at Chris. We're at Chris's place today. Yes, welcome. Um, what a treat! And uh, you've joined us around the table. It would have been pretty awkward to to have you not around the table because I could see through into your bedroom. So it would have been awkward. <laughs> like, no, you're, oh, you're look, not whatever. invited to talk. But hi. <laughs> oh well, that's fine. Whatever, right. whatever needed. We um. Uh, and you know, last time we got together, we we uh, we kind of had a little bit of introduction about uh, how how you met, and uh, so we're gonna we're kind of gonna pick up a little bit from from there. So feel free, like I say, you guys are doing awesome. So just feel free just to elaborate, go off on a tangent if you feel. And uh, so, are you okay with that? Yep. Is there mm. anything before we start that you just feel you need to get off your chest? Oh, I was thinking about those black cats. Yes. <laughs> you, know <laughs> yeah. you know how I used to go down to that shop in Aminia Street, Mansfield? That's right. And yeah. then after a while they got to know me. Yep. So I thought I'd got to find another source. Oh, all right. <laughs> what, because you were using all theirs or you were just the just embarrassment? Because I was embarrassed. All oh, right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to go and find another <laughs> source. <laughs> it's like I had to go to a. Rehab, you know. <laughs> it's like just as well it wasn't gin or something, no. isn't it? And if it was happening today, the FBI would be tracking all of that data <laughs> and they go, well, yeah. look, you know, she thinks she's getting one over us but she's really just moving stores. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, just going back, like I was, I was a real tomboy and I didn't like boys. You know, like boys, I like boys uh, but not as a boyfriend. And... Um, you know, I didn't want to have anything to do with them as a boyfriend. And even right up to... Well, I never had it. I never went with anybody. never had a boyfriend until um, I went with Dad. Um, I remember I was pretty innocent too. I used to have to go to college, you know, like in Brisbane. So I'd have to get on a train. And then all these boys, industrial boys... 
would get on and one of them had a bit of a liking for me and would sit next to me and <laughs> one day he tried to hold my hand and that was the end of that. I couldn't stand. <laughs> Got a bit of boys' germs off that one, did you? <laughs> what was that? Boys' germs. Yeah, boys' germs. Did you hit him? No, no, I didn't hit him, but I don't think he ever sat next to me again. Okay. Um, you know, it's funny you say, you know, in today's time, if you if you if you're kind of a bit of a tomboy, society tends to drag you off into mm. a different tangent mm. sometimes mm. these days. And yeah, you know, um, I just love climbing trees and playing with my brothers. You know, like cricket and mm. anything with a ball and riding horses. So. Well, you were a little bit of a stunner, though. My goodness, you were so beautiful. <laughs> Elizabeth Taylor's. We have um, match. So we're going to explore a little bit more uh, of of you, and, and I guess there's opportunities to. And I sent you some notes. I'm not sure whether you read them. Mm. I I, uh, I mentioned in there too whether or not there's some, um, you know. How'd you get through the good times, the bad times? If there's some things there that I guess, you know, as we talk today that, you know, would help, mm. you know, the family who, who may be up against similar circumstances at different times. Like, for example, how did you cope when, when Christine came home in such a, a short skirt? Like, how did you handle that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Jonathan, Jonathan brought up the other day, he, he somehow had it in his mind that, you know, like that time you were doing the Lord's work. <laughs> 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 I was doing the Lord's work in a short skirt. No, nothing to do oh, with oh, the short skirt. Oh, this is real skirt. Lord's work. This is, yeah, this is I was, a, I was a youth, youth so leader and we were prepping stuff for an event. Yeah, and um, she was beyond curfew or something. I don't know what it yeah, was. Yeah, probably was beyond And we were probably worried about, you know, like there's always a backstory to, mm. you know, like all these... These stories, and anyway, dad ends up going down there and hauling her out and mm. bringing her. Whether you didn't have a car that day or not, no, I did have my car. You did have, yeah, because I had to put my tail between my legs and toddle off and drive home. <laughs> so sorry, guys. <laughs> my dad said I need to go home. <laughs> so and, and I guess yes. So some 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 low times and everything. So opportunities just to uh, uh, obviously just share some of your experiences. I think yeah, go on. You want to know where we met and yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go with that. Well, we kind of we kind of danced around it last time, mm. but um, we're probably a little bit more interested in focusing in now on on just early life with you as a as a as a couple. Oh, okay. Well, I was quite impressed actually. Nineteen sixty one, I went to Bible college. Um, the previous year, I was to go. At 1960, but the principal passed away, James Wallace, and uh, so I put it off for a year, 12 months later on. Um, I'd never, even though we used to go to youth camps, mum used to always be there as far as I knew, and she'd be playing, but never, I'd never ever recognised her until when we went to Bible College and what, as I said before and I think in the last edition that we we went down to Sandgate to the youth meeting with one of the other Bible students and mum was doing the lead. So when you say you didn't recognise her, you, you recognised her but you didn't recognise her? It wasn't her. love no, at first sight. No, she could have been there. But oh. oh, okay. But, but okay. didn't you say being, you, being you, a country drive, you drove her home or something? Being a, being that's a, from this uh, meeting. Oh, okay, that's okay. from this meeting. Oh, okay, gotcha. Being a country boy with no no other young people in the church except my brother and sister. And um, to go to camp, you sort of kept to yourselves and sort of went to yourself. These camps would have people from, every, you know, like... All over, all over all Queensland, over, like up on yourself. Mirabara, you know, like Rock Camp. And they would all come down, mm. particularly to Burley because there was a church camp there. So. And um, so when I got to Bible College... Um, we sort of introduced everyone first year. And I don't know, I was just attracted to this black-haired woman. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, 
was I don't know why. I don't know why that she what well, she, she might have been pretty. Is that why? Why was that part of it? Oh, she was beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely yeah. beautiful. And why she would be attracted to me, I yeah. don't know. And I still don't know. But uh it's just one of those things that God ordained. I mean the things that we've seen over the years and the amount of people that we have helped and nurtured over the years are mm. uh, just a proof. It was some, definitely something that God put together My for, word, for a yeah, purpose. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Because we were in this because uh, in mm. those days the Bible college you would have to work you'd go to Bible college until lunchtime and then you'd go out mm-hmm. in the afternoon to work. Um, that didn't happen straight away, you know, like, um, I don't know what, where in the middle of the year, but you could talk to anybody in Bible College, but as soon as you became, like, it was a rule that once you became boyfriend, girlfriend, you weren't allowed to talk. Okay. You couldn't even stop and yeah. sort of, you'd get a demerit, and I think at one one year we had the most demerits. We had the most <laughs> demerits. Yeah. I mean, you'd, I'd talk to any other girl as long as I wanted to. Yeah. But as soon as I just stopped and said, oh, hello, Beth, and someone saw us, the principal saw us or the head student saw us, until, until one day I was absolutely tired of it and mum used to... That was in the oh, the new college the new when building. we moved to yeah. Graceville. So you outside of college, you could spend time together. Well, we didn't. Well, they we didn't really that, until the end of the year. Oh, okay. No. At Christmas time. Yeah. 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 You could do whatever you wanted to. Yeah. So how old are you here at this stage? Uh, twenty. Twenty when I went to Bible college. Okay. All right. So you're in early twenties. Mm. But. Um, and so. One at day. Christmas. Yeah. In the second year. Second year, you only went two years. Mm. In the second year. You're working for the principal as a secretary. Mm. And uh, I knew that he'd gone up to his house. And I walked along the patio and and saw mum inside. And so I went in and I grabbed her and stood on the mat in front of the principal's desk. Because you'd always say, I'm on the principal's mat, you know, like if you're in trouble. So I grabbed her and planted this big kiss on her. (laughs) It was just a... You know, wasn't it? No, that wasn't your first kiss. Oh, that w- we he'd been. Down I don't know whether it was the first kiss. Or not. No, so, so, so let me just picture this: you've that's in you've snuck year. into the principal's office mm. in Bible College. I said, "Well, we've got the most don't most demerits anyway." Let's yeah. really go so the onto the hole. naughty mat. <laughs> <laughs> but at Th- the that's, end, that's really rubbing it to the establishment, isn't it? That is <laughs> <laughs> but that was in the second year. So at the end of the first year. Um, Alan came down. Uh, that was a big thing, big move. <laughs> Coming down big to mum, for your mum and dad, mum and dad, yeah. uh, mum and dad, and and at that stage, um, they must have sold the house, and they were living in grandpa and grandma's, and Wall was downstairs, and you, um, you slept downstairs. I slept with Wall's yeah. room. Yeah, mm. yeah. So that was interesting. Coming down and meeting the family and mm-hmm. everything, and then I went up to 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 meet your mum and dad. Oh, that's you, a, that's a story in itself, isn't it? <laughs> Beth that's why we're here. <laughs> Beth, Beth, Beth thought she mum thought that she would go ahead and make a big impression on impression oh, sure. on my family. So she said, "Oh sure, I, I cooked dinner tonight." Okay, you know. <laughs> so dad thought, "Oh well, this is this is good." So he went down to the. ...to the butcher shop and got these nice steaks and brought them home... ...and Beth was cooking dinner and and everyone sat around the table just talking... ...and Dad was eating his steak and all of a sudden he started coughing. Coughing and coughing. Something's stuck in my throat. And what it was, in those days they used to have a big round... Thing where they chopping block, sort chopping of. block too, and they used to roll their own uh, roasts up, and then they put them put these skewers through, chop off the end of the skewer. Oh, right. yeah. And what it was when he picked up the steak, one of these timber skewers oh, little was in the steak. Oh. Now it's been cooked, and he'd cut everything up, but it was so so big. Mustn't have cut it up too. Good. And he said within within a minute, with the, the doctor said within a millimetre, two millimetres. 
uh, it would have killed him. Gosh, Mum. So you made an impression. Yeah. <laughs> and so she really made a big impression. Is that the, f- on is my that the bed. time that you bought special um, shapewear for yeah, Grandma? I did. You um, thought it, you, I you were impressed? I was, I was talking about what, that you, with Dad. Yes. You're like, you're bringing it all in, are you? Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> no, no. Well, it was a slip. Oh, okay. And, and I'm thinking that was a bit of a weird sort of a present because I hadn't even met her. But anyway. So, and she lives in the bush. Yeah, they're in Gamera. Oh, hang on. Grandma gave you a. Gave you a gift. No, no. Oh, I took one up for her. Oh, you gave one to her. Okay. Yeah, yeah. but she didn't appreciate it. Okay. She, as you know, like she had um, nervous breakdowns and yep. Dad had never said anything to me about um, – but she she didn't appreciate it at all oh. because so you, I had so the wrong did, size. That was a really great yeah, – so you did a really good job of your first impression. <laughs> good <laughs> job. Yeah, just about killed my dad <laughs> Bought my mother and the offended wrong her and offended his mother. So that's great. We got to off to a perfect start of and every yet, perfect family. And yet they came to our wedding. <laughs> they showed up. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you, yeah, go on. Yeah. So that was the uh, the first year, and then I I went back to college the second year. But then I left at the end of the second year to go and. We must have made some sort of a commitment at that stage to get married because I went and back to the Commonwealth, you know, the government, mm-hmm. working in Anzac, in um, Commonwealth offices there in Anzac Square. I'm um, in the Commonwealth, in the public service department, you know, that recruited. So. Um, well, you kind of just skimmed over it a little bit because you said, oh, you, somewhere in there we decided to commit to each other. But. When did you know? What was the moment for you when you felt that you know this is not just someone that you dated, and well, you said you hadn't dated anyone before, so I guess you didn't know maybe able to separate that with. But how did you know that that he was the one you wanted to marry? Mm. What was that moment? I don't know. I can't. It's a long time ago. Do you? Can you answer that? Was it when you mm. when you discovered her? Were you talking about that before? Or? Is that is that or or you know you just liked her at that stage? No, it's just um, it was she wasn't thing. like anyone else that I knew. <laughs> not that <laughs> I've never I, been like Not that I had else. any any dates either. Oh, you like that girl in Judy? Oh, <laughs> oh, Judy. Yeah. Well, that yeah, that was different. I, I mean, I I <laughs> I just about knocked a bully's head off because of her in in school because he was teasing her all the time. Yeah. And so I faced him up and told him, don't go doing that anymore. And he didn't. But And then later on I found out that be, I'd, when I became a Christian, I found out that they used to have the gospel echoes and one of the boys there was her... He was a... Gr- was a was her brother. Group. Was her brother. And we went around to their house one afternoon for lunch and Judy just happened to be there. That was all. And we just thought, well, that might have been the thing, but it just turned out it wasn't. And it wasn't to be. Uh, God sometimes had something a lot better in store for me. And uh, so, were there some qualities? Well, some or, qualities. Or, or, or was I there know. moments? Or was there moments of observation that you felt that there was that? Oh, hang on, that I'm impressed by that. Or, or well, I was. In, I must. I, I don't know. That's what I say. It keep on coming back to me why she would take an interest in me. I mean, I don't think she ever ever. Knitted a jumper for anyone, <laughs> we used to <laughs> like knit. she like she did for me in Bible college <laughs> during the Bible classes. <laughs> there was this the guy that uh, <laughs> this preacher that used to like he he looked a bit like an owl, didn't he? Like he was little, and I think he was Welsh. But Who, he, me or the, no, the, yeah, st- the oh the teacher? <laughs> oh, yeah. teacher? And he used to get so excited, and his face would go all oh, red, and it, it, yeah, it was like. You know, like he was in his own little world, <laughs> you know, like I'd be knitting or <laughs> because someone had asked him a question and away he'd go, you know, like on some world war or something like that. And one day he had these false teeth and he was making his big point and splatting <laughs> and out came the teeth and he caught it in, <laughs> in his hand and straight back in his mouth. And I don't think he, he missed a miss, beat. He didn't miss a word. No, he didn't. <laughs> and I was still there knitting, knitting, knitting. <laughs> so you weren't taking notes. Well, what it oh, was... Because well, he was probably off oh, yeah. and what, it, what, it, what it is that we never ever had phones or 
computers or we had to iPads. Write notes. Everything was written out mm-hmm. longhand, mm-hmm. unless it was shorthand, like <laughs> Beth was. Um, but but so after after getting on towards the end of the year, you get so tired of concentrating on what they're saying and taking notes, then in the afternoon working, then coming back to at night, at night time to study. study for two <laughs> hours at night time. And so you sort of mind you got so tired, so a lot of a lot of the guys knew how to sidetrack oh. different <laughs> we knew who, who we could change the subject. <laughs> so another fellow was anything to do with the army. Oh. We, as soon as we got there we'd ask him a question on New Guinea or something like that when he's up there with the <laughs> army. And, <you> just and, <laughs> and away they go. And so during my during my second year in college I got a jump on it. By my dear friend. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder if you two would have been married in a month if you would have been able to talk and get to know each other. Mm, I don't think so. I don't, don't think, think so. so. No, I think God's had a. It's purpose. actually really hard, isn't it, to actually get to know someone when you can't talk? Mm. Mm. Yeah, like it's sort of the opposite of what you actually would be encouraging people mm. to do now. Like, and even in you know in groups, have conversations mm. and getting to know each other. And yeah. Anyway, because if if you wanted to, there were still ways that oh, of course. that you, you could have you know you like because we had they didn't know what we were doing of an afternoon. No, oh. but yeah. I don't think I mean as mischievous as we were, I don't think mm. we got up to that. No. <laughs> so what would be a so what would be a date for you? Like what's what would be what would you do? Okay, our first date yeah was because <laughs> I had a Ford Prefect car. This is at the Christmas thing. When you know, like when you first came down to our place, wasn't it? No, no, no. Oh, Dad remembers something. No. Oh, I was just coming home from the. This, this, and for some reason we we sort of thought we'd go. She always wanted to show me Cassius Crossing or Young's Crossing. Which one was it? I forget mm. which was now. But anyway, so and I thought, oh, this is a good opportunity. I said, well, do you want come in the car and we will go there? It's where we used to go for a lot of outings. Yeah, when a lot of your kids. outings. And so I'll be quite honest, all I wanted to do was to get her and give her a whole big kiss, you know, first kiss. And so she said, oh, we'll, we'll go out to Young's Crossing. So I didn't realise it was way out the other side <laughs> of town, <laughs> drove and drove and drove and drove. And I'm waiting for to have to have the opportunity to have this kiss. And... An hour or so later, we actually turned up at Young's or whichever crossing it was. I don't know where it was. And uh, I got my kiss. Um, so that was our first kiss. Did you take a picnic or anything? Sorry? Did you take a picnic? Or just jump or? in the car and drive back? <laughs> a picture? <laughs> a picnic. It <laughs> was only there for the kiss. What's no. a picnic? <laughs> did you take any food? <laughs> Nothing. So and you used to take us to this place, did you say? Uh, as a kids, you know, like as family right. and the children. So, so you didn't really take it. You didn't really go there for us. Then it was really. For no, it wasn't you to, for us. I don't it think was. For, it was for you to reminisce, was it? Is that why no, you, you, you used to go there? She at just the time. wanted yeah. to show me. Yes. To show me the places. Uh, but that, I don't know if it was the oh, same okay. day that I took you out to where Pal was. So the horse. Been, might have been too, the horse. What suburb is this creek in? It's near Petrie. Okay. Mm. Which is on the way to Kalanga. Can you find it now? Probably. I don't know. Yeah, we you didn't do that there. on your road trip? No, it's all right. <laughs> I wasn't talking. That's we have why to do that. Me. We have to do some of those because um, that was all of our stomping ground. If you want to, I can just I can adjust that mic if you want. Yeah. If you want to, no. like lean back, I can just position it differently. No, no I like tapping on. You like tapping on the table. Well, I've actually noticed that. Okay, so you you mentioned. So for those that can't see, and that's everyone, because this is. Um, there was some complaints from <laughs> from from someone that Dad was doing a lot of top tapping on the table last time. So he's now got a towel. <laughs> <laughs> but I just noticed before when he was telling that story because yeah, I don't know whether you notice that when you when you're getting passionate about a story, that's when you start tapping. <laughs> you you actually your elbows were on the towel and your fingers were off the towel on the tapping on the table. <laughs> we need a bigger towel. <laughs> No, it's good. We love it. No, so anyway, then another time we went out. She wanted to show me her where her father had and brothers had invested in this property. So we went out, and she said, "Oh, my horse is here." I said, "Where is he? I can't see him." 
And here's this beautiful, polite, quiet, spoken girl standing beside me. Then all of a sudden, <laughs> all I could hear was, Pal! Pal, where are you? Here, fella. Here, fellow. Yeah. <laughs> so next minute, this horse comes galloping up. Boom, 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 boom. And it was Pal. He come at the sound of her oh, voice. It's the sound of the light brigade. <laughs> wow. That's good, Dad. That was actually really melodic. Mm. <laughs> so that, that's your first date. But what did you do to socialise, to get out and what what was... What did you used to We really like didn't have a chance to socialise. No, like on the holidays, it was really just holidays. Mm. So we'd go up with the family, you know, the wall. wall and well, when you say the holidays, you've been from college. Yeah. But after college? Well, at the end of the, you know, like I went to work for the second year. Yeah. Third year. Uh, third year. Yeah. So at the end of the third year... Um, I went and was trying to save up a bit of money to get married because, you know, like we had nothing. Right, okay. And then at the end of the third year, um, Dad was going down to Parks. Right, so okay, Christmas. Then we were getting married in the May. Okay. Well, let's just, let's just timeline that because you just mentioned it. W- when did you get married? 64. 63rd mm. of May. Okay. So that's pretty not long after college. You no, the next col- year. Next year, okay. That, that, that makes sense. Then. So the, the thing is that this person, though, and uh, you know, I, you don't know, God works in mysterious ways and you start laughing when you see things that are happening, but this one had got the most demerits in the second year in Bible college, was awarded to be head student. Yeah, they're probably because I wasn't there. <laughs> Get rid of yeah. that. Head student in the third year. So, <laughs> you know, I think that was a real privilege and a real real areas of, of leadership I thought was really good mm. for me. And um, So, were you, so were you engaged then during that year? Um, yes, yes, we were. Yeah. We got engaged. When did we get engaged? Was it mid-year or something like that? I remember I was fear and trembling because... If you remember what Dad, um, Mum's dad looked like, he was a big fellow with big, boisterous voice. Quiet, to everything not else. quiet. No, he wasn't quiet. And uh, and I had I went down to ask him one day if it would be all right if I was to ask Beth, his daughter, to marry me. And uh, so he, he stood there and he looked at me for a while. Then all of a sudden he threw his head back and laughed and laughed <laughs> with that boisterous thing. And I thought, what's going on here? <laughs> he laughed very easily. And then anything that he was happy with, he really laughed. Probably and, uh, probably similar broad shoulders to Andrew. And Andrew, yeah, Andrew's definitely. physical stance probably would be yeah, terrifies people. That. And I say, no, nah, he's a big softy. And they go, Brad, have you seen him? Mm. Mm. Anyway, yeah, we used to go out. We used to go up up the coast a lot, didn't we? Um, with Wall. Oh, with Wall. You got yeah. on really well with Wall. Mm. Did you have an engagement party? No. No. Did you get a ring? Yeah, got a ring. You still got it? No. Yes. I oh, have you. But I haven't got any rings on because my fingers. But I oh. had to give myself a twenty first birthday party. Um, Days were very different then. Mm. I'd never had a 21st birthday. We worked out this morning. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I don't think we had an engagement party. Not a know of. And then on holidays too, we'd go up, you know, make the, f- the trip up to Ellen's, mm. all of Ellen's family and go around to Joy. We'd always stay with oh, Joy. Well, and the Joy's, yeah, we're Joy's, Auntie Joy's quite a lot, weren't we? Mm. Mm. They were really good to us. Yeah, I... I um Listening to last podcast and you talking about your family and stuff. Um, Joy, Joy and Doug were lovely people, weren't they? Mm. Yeah, really. Like I just remember, just as a you know, just growing up, they were, they were really the ones that we really connected well with, and well, they and very, up. very, very Christian. Yeah, oh. 
you know, you, joy you, was you know. an epitome of yeah, yeah. what a Christian should be. They like. looked after my mum and dad right up until they passed right. away, yeah. Yeah, which is good. And your mum was hard on her, mm. wasn't she? Oh, very. Yeah. All right. Um, 64, what was the date you were married? 23rd. 23rd of? May. Oh, that's right. It was the day after I was yeah. born. I was born, yeah, <laughs> totally. Right. And I was yeah. born two years prior. <laughs> two years prior. <laughs> no, that's right. Um, yeah. Right, well, I was born in 69, just for those that are listening and just <laughs> got a shock. <laughs> so, hang on a sec, that means they would have been in Bible college at the time. <laughs> oh, well, that goes totally. so, <laughs> what, else happen, what else happened on that principles mat? <laughs> what happened with that song? So when you say kiss, you mean kiss? Or mm. <laughs> All right, so you... So, so that means we, then we went to parks after we got married, didn't mm-hmm. we? Yeah, mm-hmm. you'd you'd been down there for six months. I'd been down there for six months. That's mm. right. So your wedding, the wedding was where? At the, the Tabernacle, you know, Glad Tidings. Oh, Glad Tidings in the yeah. city there. Yeah. And was it? Um, f- uh, who took the wedding? Bill Hilbig took. The, who'd been a friend of Mum and Dad's, and Dad sang. Um, Dad sang. What did he sing? I forget now. Um, but Bill uh, uh, Bill said, oh, God bless Bruce and uh, Beth. <laughs> no, no, just, just a matter, just holding on a sec. Beth and Bruce. He said, um, you know, I've often wondered over the years why my wife had such a great ministry in music and uh, I sort of missed out on it quite a lot of things because, because of this and... But then it came back to the very fact of after he performed the ceremony, he said, now, because uh, this couple is going in the ministry, I just wanted to make a blessing, give a blessing on their (laughs) ministry together. So he prayed and he said, Lord, bless Beth and Bruce (laughs) and make them a minister, blessing in the ministry right throughout all this time. So she's got the double blessing. Oh, did some guy in the audience call Bruce just stand up and go, (laughs) yes! (laughs) I'll have a... Does anyone object to this marriage? Me, I'm Bruce! (laughs) I want the blessing. Oh, he's funny. Just in case the grandkids don't know, uh, Mama's name was Beth. Bruce. Bruce, so Elizabeth, before Bruce. Elizabeth <laughs> Bruce before she got and married. And did you have a bridesmaid? Yes, one Carol. Mm. Carol. Carol. And, and Wall was Paul. the best she man. She was a lovely lady. Mm. Mm. And Wall. Mm. That's nice. What colour did she wear? Aqua. Okay, because mm. obviously the photos we see are black and white, so mm. we don't get to see Aqua. the colour. Mm. What colour were you wearing, Dad? I don't know. I can't remember. Was it black? black was it a black suit? Black and a skinny yeah, black suit. Black suit. Yeah, I remember black the skinny black, black suit. Thin black tie. Thin yeah. black tie. Pointy yeah. shoes. Pointy shoes. Wedgie, wedgie and bodgy. Mm. Wedgie and bodgy. Yeah, it was, mm. that was pretty. Mm. That, 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 that trend came back mm. a couple of times since then. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I remember saying I never wear pointy shoes again. <laughs> <laughs> but one of the biggest blessings was us, was the very fact is that my mum and dad did yeah. come to our wedding. Yeah, we told that story last yeah, time. Yeah, and I think that that was a real blessing to us. Mm. And uh, the photographer we got, I don't know where we got him from, I wish he had gone back there. <laughs> I think he was part of a bargain with the, <laughs> <laughs> with the wedding. Oh, was, he? was his name Bruce? <laughs> with with the wedding cars, was he? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and my he was absolutely oh, useless. He was stupid, wasn't he? <laughs> and, and anyway, he was. We're at the reception and 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 the table there, and he he went to grab his camera, and when he grabbed it, his strap got caught around the jars and smashed glasses <laughs> on the table. And then and, and uh, I looked around, and here he is packing up, ready to go. I said, "Where are you going?" And he said, oh, he said, that's it. I've, I've gone through one roll of film. <laughs> you only bought one roll of film. I said, you what? I said, have you got any more film? He said, yeah, I've got another roll. I said, well, how about getting it out? I said, have you taken photos of my mum and dad? Have you taken photos of this? Have you taken photos? No, no. Well, don't you think you'd better get out and do it? So he did. And uh, we got some photos at the end of the wedding. I don't know where they are. but So where did you honeymoon? Down at Annie Mary's house at Palm Beach, Second oh, Avenue. Second Avenue on the corner. Oh, sorry, there. reception. Where did you have your reception? At Canberra Hotel. It yeah. was. Okay, yeah. it was. Um, nice in a reception. hotel. 
and and yeah, they, they pulled I it down. It's sort of the upmarket hotel oh, at right, the time. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. where is the where is the camera? Um, it's in and right in the corner. Oh, so it's still there. Yeah, I don't think is so. It? On the you corner know, like of Elizabeth, Elizabeth and and Anne Street. That's right down. Well, it couldn't be on the corner of Elizabeth then because they run in parallel. You know where that Salvation Army place is on the corner? Yeah, yeah. Up it's near the, the up near Central corner. Station there. Yeah. Mm. yeah, just opposite. It's the backpackers place. It's a backpackers yeah. place now. Yeah, well, yeah. I don't think the Canberra's there now. But mm. it was just opposite okay. there on the corner. Yeah. But it was mm. sort of... So Palm Beach, Honeymoon and Auntie Mary's place, mm-hmm. which we wish we were still, were mm. still there. And, of mm. course, we'd finished Bible college and I didn't have a car. Mm. But a friend came to mind, one of the guys that we knew in second year, mm. and he said, look, he said, I've got this car, take it on your honeymoon. You know, and I thought that was absolutely mm. amazing. That's nice. We're and then, you, moved, and then you went straight to Parks, did you? I think so, yeah. yeah. What, straight from Palm Beach to Parks? No. You probably went home and then down there. So ho- home was what? Of life. Did you Did you have, no, no, okay, you didn't have your own place at Sandgate no, no. for a while because I... We're talking church. a long time ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm the just church, trying to get a picture The for church it. said to me, um, well, look, we'll send your fares up. And I said, no. I said, don't do that. God, no, that was when we, I first went to Parks, wasn't it? That's right, after Bible College. We didn't have any money. And I had to go to Parks. And I think I told that story, did I? Of, the, mm. of what happened? No. I went in to buy the trainer's ticket. This is before we were married, going back a little bit now. Sorry about that. And and um, I went into the station to get the train ticket. It was the best, cheapest way to get down there. And um, I walked up to the counter and said, how much is this fare to p- parks? I said, oh, you so and so. I thought, oh, oh, yeah, okay, thank you very much. So I went around to a friend's office who was there, Kevin Passingham, I said, Kevin, can I have your back room for a half an hour, an hour? I just want... You'd know Kevin Passingham? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He had an office in town. And he said, yeah, that's all right. So after about ten minutes, the Lord seemed to say to me, you need to get back to the station. So I thought, oh, thanks. And I walked out and Kevin sort of looked at me because he knew I wanted to be there for a while. And... uh, Got back to the station, went up to the counter. That train trip at two parks, how much is it? It hadn't changed. <laughs> so I thought, oh, yeah, okay. So I came outside and as I was walking down across thinking, Lord, what's going on? What am I doing here? I heard a voice say, Alan, Alan Kerridge. I turned around and it was a guy by the name of Kelly who had about um, five kids, five, five kids. And he said, oh, he said, you know, he said, my wife and I was just talking this morning wondering what has happened to you because he used to go to the, the Glad Tidings Tabernacle. And uh, I said, oh, yeah, well, I've finished college and I've just come to see about my plane, uh, uh, train trip down to Parks and find out how much it was and things like that. And he said, oh, look, he said, my wife and I were just talking this morning and we had this amount of money over and we'd just like to give it to you. Oh, that's amazing. You know? Yeah. And so he gave it to me and I said, well, thank you, Lord. It's mm. wonderful how you provide. And I looked at the money and it was short. It wasn't the amount of money that I needed. So I thought, well, Lord, you know, this is unreal. I mean, this guy had five kids and he had the amount of money over. So anyway, we got back home and I said to Beth, I said, I said, you know, I've got that ticket but this guy came along and gave me this money but I said, it's not enough. Then I walked out and little grandma, <laughs> I'm going to cry, little grandma was standing there and she said, Alan, dear, I've been saving my money. She never ever had money. She said, I've been saving my money and I'd like you to have have this. It was the exact amount of, amount of money that I needed with mm. Kelly's money to make up the train ticket. Mm. That's amazing. God's so kind, isn't yeah. he? That even like that little detail to yeah. the exact to the exact amount isn't by chance. So mm. I knew that this is where God wanted me to be mm. down there, and so um, 
bought the ticket. I went back in, bought the ticket, got on the train to go, and I just happened to say to Beth, to Mama, you know, this is 12, 14 hours train trip. What am I starting on? So I haven't even got enough money to buy a cup of tea. And as the train was pulling out, little Grandma come up to me again and she said, love, she said, you'll need to buy a cup of tea on the way. <laughs> but she was like that yeah. all through yeah. her life. Like yeah. at that stage, Grandpa would have been gone, so she might have had a pension. But I know that mm. I can remember being in Cloud Street. She started getting a pension and she would give me five, must have been five pounds to help help with the help with the kitties like that was a sacrifice for her mm. and you know when um after when we moved into Hop Street down here we were always going to do the kitchen up and like she was never part of a big conversation about what we were doing but not that she would overhear because she was as deaf as anything but um <laughs> she, she just does things so quietly she had – I've still got the note at home mm. for – this is for the kitchen. You know, like mm. it wasn't very much, mm. but that's not what it was. It mm. was no. just, you know, like she'd been putting $5 and that away mm. for the – you know, mm. like this is for the – I think she said kitchen fund. Yeah. Do you um, know, like for you both go to parks mm. starting – it's the first time you're actually living out of home. Mm. You're both starting this – relationship and being married is very different to mm. any other stage of a of a life and then to be actually away in a strange place pastoring a church assistant pastor assistant pastor but still that responsibility of leading and developing your own skills in that because you haven't done it before you're not seasoned I in found that. it very hard and then also being away from all of your support mechanisms because mm. even when that? i was in bible college um i went to them and i said because uh, uh, students used to come down to sandgate on sundays and i said can i go home because i missed home you know like i was a bit of a home girl and they let me go home on friday and come mm. back with the students on sunday and so i mean when we went to parks i found it really hard um Alan, both of us are so placid, you know, like there's never any confrontation or... <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's said with tongue-in-cheek. Um, yeah, it, it, it is a really big adjustment getting married. And then um, Dad said he had a house for us. Oh, good. So went down and it's this work, it's old workers' cottage, you know, like the ones that you see in... Pictures and that, you know, like with the little veranda. Yeah, yeah. Four yeah. rooms. And then you'd go down into a little kitchen. Well, with, what would you call it a kitchen? Like a lean-to mm. that had an old wooden wooden stove. And a dining room table. And, and a table. And then it had a makeshift thing out from there that was the bathroom. And there was a bath there in the laundry tub. But it was air-conditioned. <laughs> it had this corrugated iron on the wall. Old corrugation with iron. Holes with holes all in it. Nail holes and in it. And it gets so cold in winter. And we'd have this open... Grill. Grill uh, heater. Uh, and we'd get out and the water would be going all over it and everything. Um, but, yeah, we ended up... Um, yeah, buying a little stove that... A rodent. A rodent. A rodent, that's right, yeah. There's some stories about that too. Did you work there, Mum? Yeah, I did. I worked for HG Palmer's for a while, which was an electrical store. That's so And stuff. then um, that's where we met the Dunfords down there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, the and then I went to a solicitor. Yeah. And, then, and then, then you must have stopped work because when my boss wanted someone to work Probably before him. I started work at the solicitor. Oh, was it? Mm. Your boss, were you working on the side? I, yeah. I was offered a job. I was offered a job. At church. Uh, when I went down there, there was no work, no nothing coming in. 
and so they said to me, would you so like... Sorry, the pastoral role was volunteer, was mm. it? Yeah. yeah. Okay, right. Uh, it was, yeah, assistant pastor. And I I went and painted. Uh, they said, well, would you like to paint the the house where the minister, pastor was? And I said, yeah, I'd do that. So I was working away painting this place and I noticed this car pull up outside and this guy got out and come around and sort of walked around the house and... I said, oh, he said, you're doing a good job of painting. He said, uh, would you like a job? And I said, uh, well, it all depends. He said, oh, I'm from the Central West County Council, which is a big electricity firm. And he said, we're just moving into new, new premises and the painter who's got the job just can't do it. He works full time for us as a maintenance painter. And he said, would you come and help him? So I said, yeah, okay. I said... He said the pay will be such and such, and he said, "I said, well, look, I can only work four days a week because on Thursdays I have two lots of um, primary school uh, scripture reading, scripture, and two classes of uh, high school uh, on a Thursday." No, that's all right. You've just come for the four days, and we pay you accordingly to that. So I started working for the electricity supply as a paint as a maintenance painter and we did all these big buildings and then all of a sudden we're going all over the, s- the central west to all their t- stations doing their depots and houses and it wasn't long that, <laughs> that the guy got the sack because of a misgivings that he did and 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 so they approached me then and said would be long to become full-time painter and, and um we Gave me an apprentice plus a vehicle to drive around into seven days a week and all this type of thing. So, so that's how you got into painting. So when you're painting the the pastor's house, mm. that that you'd never painted before. No, only in Bible college, just that oh, okay. odd, odd bits of work that we did. So you didn't have anyone like yelling at you about the cutting in job like you no, used to do to me. No, no. Used to, like, oh, what are you doing? Oh, you're painting, you're painting wrong, all over. Painting the wrong place. You've dropped, or you've dropped paint all over. Look what you're doing, yeah, son. Yeah. Yeah. Then then slap me across the head. What are you doing? <laughs> or filling filling up cracks above uh, above brickwork that should have been left there. I still re- I still remember that time. I, I, we're going to talk about your career a little bit in a future episode. But I, I just remember that time that you and I were painting that factory down at Underwood there. And I remember it was you were painting the big wall, mm. and you'd set up the scaffolding was high and all along this wall and we were up and down the scaffolding painting this wall and anyway, I, I had to get down for some reason, maybe to top up my paint or something and, and rather than stepping all the way down from about the third third step, I jumped off and as I jumped off, I must have like pushed the scaffolding and the whole the whole scaffolding was like shaking was like Dad this. Was Dad up there? <laughs> I don't know whether yeah, you were up I there. Was, or I was up on it. Mm. And, uh, and he just went off, he just, you just went off Son, you almost brought down all the scaffolding. Anyway, I was so angry at myself. I started, oh. I started bashing my head against the scaffolding, and then it came down. <laughs> I was going to go down. <laughs> Gosh, that just sounds like such do. a just moment, doesn't it? <laughs> well, we're gonna, we're, we're, I want to get into the painting and career thing because there's some really good stories about about both of your, you, you know, your employment. But um, you know, the other thing. When you were there, that's when you got into like the, um, was it the country women's? You got into all the cooking? Yeah, Dad was going to say that they asked me to come along and do some, you started telling that story, that the where you worked, they asked me to come along and do some typing. I'll do some typing, yeah. What did they say? With the, uh, oh, where he was working with the painting. Yeah, yeah. Where my boss, where my boss uh was wanting a secretary. He uh, he said, "Oh, do you know?" And I said, "Oh, look." I said, "My wife's looking for a bit of work. If you'd like to, for her coming along." And he said, "Oh, can she type?" And I said, "Oh, yeah, she can type." What about shorthand? Yeah, she can take shorthand. Yeah, hundred words you. a minute. Couldn't you do, Mum? So mm. anyway, away she went in, and uh, he saw me later, and he said, "He said, Alan, he said." Thank you very much for asking Beth to fill in for me. He said, I'd just sit there watching her type. She said, she gets through the job. 
so fast. <laughs> <laughs> she said, I can't keep up the work. Mum's like a typer. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I, so if I say some word associations to parks, lemon. 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 Is there anything about a lemon, any lemons? Did you get any, oh, any lemons? Probably, probably a lot. Because they're such good cooks down there. Oh, they were, they were they're really absolutely cool. fabulous <laughs> cook. Mum decided that she has to learn to do some cooking. So she decided to make this dessert for me. Was lemon. Pineapple. Pineapple. Pine, pineapple. Chiffon. Chiffon, that's right. So the first night we had this pineapple chiffon. Oh, it was it, beautiful. Just to put it in con- context, it was made out of evaporated milk, but when you beat it, it sort of triples in size. <laughs> so you got this great big quantity of... And and I said, oh, that was beautiful. So the next night we had dessert, pineapple, chiffon. <laughs> and then the next night, pineapple, chiffon. <laughs> and this went on for quite a while, having this pineapple chiffon. <laughs> I said, finally, I thought, I said, you know, I'm... No, you said, Jill, I like this pineapple chiffon tart. (laughs) (laughs) But it was with a sarcastic sort of a twist, which I got. (laughs) And she got it all right. Mm. So what happened? The next night we sat down to a lemon chiffon (laughs) tart. (laughs) (laughs) I think there seems to be a lot of consistency with mum. Like it's like from zero (laughs) to a thousand band-aids, black cat. Mm-hmm. Chocolate. I don't do anything in small No, you don't, Mum. Like you don't. And I just thank God that you never have mm. touched alcohol. Because <laughs> like slices, you know, slices. All the sli- uh, slices. Oh, slices. <laughs> po- pottery. pottery. Ceramics. <laughs> ceramics. <laughs> if we kept still, if we actually stood still for long enough, well, we would have been ceramics. Like because the, nobody wanted it. <laughs> like the year she bought that massive big roll of material of that blue, <laughs> we all that blue, <laughs> that blue material with the palm trees and on it. And she worked so and hard. Like, Gave it it to was me. Christmas time and <laughs> someone opened up a present. Oh, it's a shirt. Oh, I made that. That's great. Yeah. And then hang on a sec. You've got a shirt. You've got a shirt. <laughs> Everyone's got a shirt. I, I and then the dress. girls had a skirt. I've got a dress. dress. <laughs> got a yeah, dress. There was so much work in all of that. It's become very popular though, having family like whole Christmas shirts. Oh, it does. Mum was always before time. But honestly, mum is just like zero <laughs> to hero. And then nose trimmers. So Oh, nose trimmers. But uh, can I say that that nose trimmer <laughs> was one of the best presents I've ever oh, got. Really? Oh yeah, I, I, I never actually realised that I had to trim my nose until that point, <laughs> and I realised I got a bit of work to do here. Yeah. So anyway, so anyway, we thank we thank God that Mum has had some interest in some um, appropriate PG things. Just while we're talking about this this cooking and that, when we Mum used to always make these beautiful biscuits. Absolutely gorgeous pineapple, peanut cookies, oh, and all. Yeah. When you and, and when when she was cooking, the Andrew didn't the place smell absolutely beautiful. Oh yeah. And yeah. so what would happen uh, if unless, mum, unless, unless she was cooking mushrooms, then it smelled mm. terrible. Mm. Mum used to put everything into this con- and then put it into the cupboard, into a box, and put it into the cupboard. Yeah. And of course, we would come along. Said, oh dear, that smell! Is, I must have a biscuit. So we'd take one. You'd take three or four, and Jonathan would take some. And then she'd come out and, and she'd say, "Where's all the biscuits gone? You know, they're all gone." And so she really goes through us, didn't she? And we're mm. in fear and trembling, and she, and, she, yeah, she and needed so, to make them less nice. Yeah. <laughs> and so away, away she'd go, and she'd make some more. And, and we'd be having this smell and we'd think, oh, these biscuits are so beautiful. And then we would go to the cupboard and get one. Oh, then we heard the mum's voice saying previously, you know, don't go eating all the biscuits. So we'd all walk <laughs> away from her and not take any biscuits. And then she'd come out and say... What's the matter with the biscuits? Why haven't they been eaten? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. it's funny because that, that, that peanut Sorry. biscuit you're talking about, you sliced, you made that last night. And I think you were talking about the biscuits. Yeah, he's but that, that, But you had that peanut slice last yeah. night mm. at that event. So someone but came that up. peanut biscuits, like even you did that for Greg's birthday and when he mm. eats it, he's just like, this is the best. Well, he's the one that's got five stars on my book. Mm. Yeah. Oh, okay. But I've got another story about Parks. 
So we ended up buying a rodent stove because, I mean, this is in country Victoria. First class cooks. First class cooks. So we got this rodent stove and I'm just married and I didn't do much cooking at home. Mum was, you know, so I'm trying to find my way. And anyway, there was this family, Kevin, and he was, I don't know how to explain him, he was as blunt as anything. Mm. Um, Anyway, we asked them and with this stove you could only have I think there were three plates on the top and an oven, but you could only have two on at a time. So if you had two plates on, you couldn't have the oven and things like that. Anyway, I asked them around for dinner and I made results. (laughs) Anyway, I ended up burning them and um, he made some comment. And then I made an apple tart and it... I must. I tried to turn it, and that one side of it got burnt. And anyway, when I'm passing it, you know, sorting it all out, I think I'm not she thought you'd give it to me. Yeah, and, and I thought I better not give this to Kevin. <laughs> he made some comment, didn't he? And he said, "Yeah." I said, "I'm sorry about the burnt." And he said, "Yeah, I got it." It <laughs> 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 didn't do too much for my confidence. So he didn't come back to dinner again. He would have, yeah. yeah but well, he was just really one of those really blunt, you know. So Chris asked you a question before about but being tough in parks. What what helped you get through that tough season, being away from home, family, and everything? I'd just like to know how did you how did you deal with that? I think, yeah, of course, you know, like we've spent, I've spent nearly every Sunday of my life in church, so. If the word of God doesn't do something to your heart and I think it teaches you to rely on, you know, like when you, I was in a close family and, you know, you rely a lot on them and I just had to rely, you know, find who I was in God and, um, you know, you learn, you learn a lot in the lonely places of your life when you... Um, you know, you have time to think. I remember different times in my life I'd be making myself miserable over something or other and you look around and everybody's just whistling and going on with their life and then you think, I'm only just making myself miserable, you know, like, and I realised that I had to adjust my thinking too, you know, like on my thoughts that I was thinking about and um, and we made some good friends down there. Mm. Um and we were pretty busy. You got yeah. into the music. You were playing music then, yeah. there, weren't you? Yeah. And we had the assistant pastor that we went use to Sunday afternoon, go across to Forbes. Yeah, we were we were busy and there. working then when we were working and that. Yeah. And, um, you know, it was one of those things where you learn a lot of things. Um, I was youth leader, assistant pastor, youth leader, district youth leader, uh, state New South Wales deputy youth leader, um, Sunday school teacher, youth, uh, you used to call them Christ ambassadors there, uh, their leader there, I did radio Sunday school every Sunday uh, through the radio, when the pastor was away I had to do the um, weekly uh, weekly broadcasts. Um, of the, on the radio, and then also once a month there was a ministers. But we had a, a monthly meeting, as I did the radio broadcast there as well on that. So it was, it was just something where we were very very busy all the time, um, and you you were just a marvelous backing for me at that stage down there, and I really appreciated it very much. Um, I think you get disappointed in life in general. Mm. You get disappointed with a mm. lot of things. Mm. Um, I was on a panel last week down at um, Kingscliff, and they said, "What would you tell your younger self?" And I said, um, "I didn't get all spiritual about it, but on a practical level, is um, don't ex- don't ex- have high expectations of people. You know, like you have mm-hmm. there are certain things that you have." But if you're always expecting somebody to react 
or do a certain mm. thing or they should have done that or, you know, like you put yourself... You're talking about the having perspectives. Mm. Right. Perspective, yeah. yeah. Even having, making presumptions of people. Mm. And that's another one that I think, you know, like making presumptions of, of what somebody says, you know, like... Um, I know in leadership, you know, like people would say, oh, you did this or you said that. No, I didn't. You know, like it's what they put on it or they, they, they're presuming right. you're saying that. Well, that's a good but point. But, mm-hmm. you know, you've got no control of the way somebody else is acting. No. The only one you've got control of is you, the way you um, react to it. And, you know, like you can make your life miserable or, you know, like happy by the way you approach. Because mm. you're always going to be going through something. Mm. You think everything's perfect, then all of a sudden something happens, unpredi- you know, unexpectedly or something. And and yeah. another one that I said was running your own lane. You know, like it's just be yourself, you know, like um, you're not like somebody else. <laughs> And don't compare yourself with anybody else because we're all different. Mm. All right. Besides all that, all that church work, we work. I work full time as well down there, mm. right through. And I think it was really good. There's some funny things happen though. Just the same. I remember I was preaching one night and a lady up towards the back seat was falling asleep, and just got the. Was her middle name Greg? Sorry. Was her middle name Greg? <laughs> Was her middle name Greg? No, 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 no. <laughs> anyway, she was falling asleep and you could see her head head getting lower and lower all the time. And I said, but you know, the Lord is coming. And just at that time there was a big gush of wind and the front door shut. Bang! You know. Well, she, she jumped up on the seat like this. You know, you don't, you can't remember. Another time that you were, they were always having food and that yeah, and you yeah. said oh now let's sing grace yeah and someone you started someone sing- with a good voice just, just start off on singing grace and nobody started no one started so i i started praise god from whom all <laughs> blessings flow <laughs> praise him okay, okay. And, and no one they all joined it they're, they're all, all suddenly all, they're all, <laughs> you know, the song, this, no. they all just left you on and your i own. said well praise the lord i thought you know that they were waiting and they were laughing because I You've said got to someone, laugh at someone with a good voice. Right. And I got halfway up the hall and it suddenly dawned on me. I'd sang the doxology instead of <laughs> the grace. But the, the lady that he stayed with down in Park, bef- oh. you know, in that six months before Beautiful. I went down there was Mrs. Oliver. Oliver. She was another grandma. Yes. Um, she was just beautiful, wasn't she? Mm. And... Um, this one particular Sunday, like we would, I, I think I we used to put my wage Your, away. Or we didn't something. touch your money at all. That went um, into the bank. Yeah, we were trying to save up, so we did have end up getting money to put on the deposit in Clow Street. Um, we didn't have any money for any food or something, and she'd say, "Do you want to come around for lunch?" You know, like, and we'd go around there for lunch. She made the most beautiful fruit salad. Mm. Never taste anything mm. like her fruit salad. Mm. Yeah. Mm. All right, let's just uh, grab a cup of tea. That ends today's episode. Hope you enjoyed it. Some funny moments there. It was great to have Chris join us too. Yeah, she's probably a better host than, than I. Anyway. We'll uh, we'll catch you next time. We'll continue this conversation on the next podcast. Goodbye.